listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. with a PH because we hop from pad to pad undetected by the people who actually live in the house. Usually I try to stay in a place for no longer than like four or five days because it makes it harder to be discovered. For the most part, I really try to disrupt their lives as little as possible. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Well, Nick, another week has passed. It's Friday, and I'm tired. Yes, I hear you. It's been a big week. It's been a big week. Oh, yeah. After we record this, we're going to go make frozen pizzas, and I'm going to pretend to want to watch a movie, and then about 15 (laughs) minutes in, I'm going to fall asleep. And there's not much that we, like, want to watch that we've been watching anyway. We've been watching this new Amsterdam show about these doctors. Yeah, we've been really, like, plowing through that, too. Um, So, yeah, if you guys have any good recommendations for some, like, binge-worthy shows, please send them along, because this one has kind of almost run its course. You know, like, when you watch a show, you're really excited about it first, you watch a whole bunch of episodes, and then you get to a point, there's a whole lot more left, but you're like, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's totally where we're at. And it's, like, episodic, where it's, like, each episode it has a new plot line you know like a doctor show not like or like law and order or something so you can kind of still be in these little stories but the overarching story is kind of like yeah we got it and oh it was on a network it was on cable so there's like 25 episodes a season oh right yeah 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 so we're like we thought we were done with like these like four seasons that were available we're only not even done with the second season (laughs) so there's so much left yeah so please send us your recommendations hey y'all come on it's time for homestead games Also, we're recording this late, and this week was extra crazy because our little baby goat, Jack, was sick. And we, and we know we talked about him last week mm-hmm. um, because we were saying that, oh. What had happened with him last week? I'm trying to remember. He heard his leg or something playing. Right. That's what we thought happened, but it turns out that he was pretty sick. Our little guy had an infection. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, 
and uh, right in the area where they banned him, so they banned like male goats, and it's underneath him, so we never would have seen it. We were like, you know, they do a checklist, like pull his leg, check the joints, yeah, check around the head, his face, you know, whatever, whatever they tell us so to do. So we like t- t- tried to see if there was like a tender area anywhere except you know this one spot, and he happened to be like laying on his back and you noticed it yeah. thank goodness thank goodness and took him to a vet got the medicine and he's oh. on the men now so. god bless if if new amsterdam and this vet new amsterdam the show that i was just talking about and this vet have taught me anything it's god bless the doctors and vets and modern medicine modern medicine oh my gosh so he was this poor guy was having such a tough time and then overnight he was so much better he's actually outside screaming right now yeah. i don't think you guys can hear him but <laughs> But he was so sick, he wasn't even making any sounds. So he's happy boy now. Yeah, complete 180. Yes. Yeah. We're learning a lot about livestock and vet care and, oh my goodness. Yeah. And then today, we tried to introduce our dogs to Ripley, who's our cat um, that we got recently. And our, our one dog, we think, was raised by cats. Like, she, like, licks herself like a cat, like, cleans herself like a cat. Right. She's, like... So she was actually totally cool with the cat. Our boxer... And she was... Yeah, she was raised by cats, like, at birth, but also throughout some of her life, she lived with a cat. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but our boxer really doesn't like anybody or anything. <laughs> he's, like, pretty... Like, he's, like, just wants to chill kind of guy. Like, leave me alone. Right. And um, it didn't go well. No. So it's been a very eventful week. Yeah. Ripley got a good swipe out of. I mean, he's fine, but if anybody... He'll be fine. He'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> he's snoozing. You guys can't hear him either, but he's snoozing in the background on the beanbag that I got for myself that has now become a dog bed. <laughs> but he um, he's struggling today. So if you guys have any tips also on introducing cats and dogs, I, I, I've watched YouTubes and stuff, look things up, but... I, I know in my bones at some point everybody will, will be a big happy family and they won't mind each other. Yeah. But um, it's a work in progress. So <laughs> it's been quite the week on our homestead. Yes, it yes it has. Um, what else? Oh yeah, earlier. How cool is that? Here in we were just sitting in the living room and then we heard all those gobbles. That was super oh, cool. we've had big. We told you guys about that big old turkeys flock. Yeah, around. strutting around. Mm-hmm. Um, and today they were gobbling at each other. Like literally, it sounded like I don't know something I've heard for Thanksgiving in the past. I don't think I've ever heard one in real life. Yeah, just the you know classic gobble. It was really cool, but it happened like multiple times. Like they were talking to each other. It was really cool and so loud. The, so loud. The, such, but that was really cool. Then we went to the window and saw them, and they were yeah. just like, just hanging out. Yeah, it was great. It was, um, yeah, it was wonderful. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful beginning of spring, wherever you are, because we've moved to Connecticut recently, so it's a little longer than we're used to. Yeah. Next from Tennessee originally, so um, mm-hmm. our winter... Our winter is a little longer, so spring is just coming around the corner right now for us, and it's really fun to see everything budding and the animals out. But I hope you guys are getting some sun wherever you are and enjoying like the beginning of spring and just the warm weather. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you're not having a long winter like us. We woke up the snow two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It just like randomly snowed. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So goodbye, winter. See you, winter. Ready for spring. Hello, spring. Uh, last bit of housekeeping. 
Uh, I'm now part of Sundown 96.6, which is a totally paranormal radio station. I know I've told you guys about it, but we have Chillin' with Cult Class merch on the Sundown website. So it's sundown966.com. And we got a Crop Circle Crew t-shirt design, and now it's available. That is just so cool and so funny. It's an alien holding boards and rope, and I think he has a peace sign. Maybe he's not doing a piece of Yeah, no, I can't he is. remember. Is he? Okay. He's the coolest little character. We came up with the term crop circle crew a few episodes ago when we were talking about crop circles and just like people who go and like in groups and like make these. And so yes. crop circle crew t-shirts are now available on Sundown's website at sundown966.com. Greetings, Earthlings, from Sundown 96.6 FM. This message is to inform you of the following. If you have ever experienced something creepy in your life, from a ghost to a UFO, please submit your story on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. If you create scary and science fiction music, please submit your music for radio play consideration on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for participating. From all of us here at Sundown 96.6 FM, this ends message. Your UFOs in the news this week comes from a Fox article about how the Pentagon will not release any of the footage of the objects that were shot down over Alaska. So a few weeks ago, the Pentagon, our government, uh, shot down unidentified flying objects, is what they called them, over Alaska. And the Pentagon has just come out and said they will not release any of the footage of us shooting down these quote-unquote unidentified flying objects and that the footage is and will continue to be classified. Now, please stand by for your Paranormal News of the Week. Your paranormal news of the week this week is about a Loch Ness monster hunter who claims to have gotten unreal, incredible footage of the monster. This guy has a webcam pointed straight at Loch Ness that he monitors 24-7, and in this image he claims that he caught Nessie. You can find this video and this image if you search Loch Ness monster caught on camera I found it on an article on mirror.co.uk. Every week, Nick and I talk about our crazy homestead life and all our outdoor adventures. Follow our outdoor business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors to see our homesteading journey, learn more about the outdoors, and pick up some really cool gear. 
Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this week's Movie Club. Justin Witter, 10 years old. Went missing on a bike ride last night near Jupiter Park. Park Ranger found a bike. No boy. Now, if you remember, nine-year-old Michael King went missing just... Authorities are now telling parents of young children to keep them close at all times. find him. Mom? Connor? There's something strange about the house. How'd you get in here? Connor, open this door! If you did something, you can tell me. What are you talking about? Sorry. 911 got a call from someone claiming to have seen our kidnapper. You don't get to act like nothing happened. Sorry. You have any idea what's coming for you? I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. Okay, before I jump into last week's movie club pick, I have to talk about the Scream Bucket. Our movie club pick a few weeks ago was Scream 6, and I so desperately wanted this Scream Ghostface Bucket from Cinemark, and they're impossible to find. Not impossible. You can, like, Google it, but people are reselling them on eBay and stuff because they're sold out. Well, anyway, I got a surprise in the mail from our friend... James, who edits this podcast and listens to this podcast and also happens to be part of Sundown. And it was the Scream Ghostface Popcorn Bucket. <laughs> when, so I <laughs> so brought thank the, you, James. I brought the package in, you opened it, and you literally screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. And it's displayed. I'll post a picture on Chillin' on Instagram. On our account, it's chillinwithcult.class on Instagram. But it's just too cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. And I'm probably never going to put popcorn in it, to be honest, because I just don't even want to, like, it's so pristine and so perfect. It's so well built, It's so well built for, like, something Cinemark was selling to promote this movie. Like, some movie theater was selling. Like, (laughs) And on the back it says, do you, it's, like, engraved into it, do you like scary movies? And it's just, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. so. So cool. Yeah. I had to share that. Also, Scream 6 was awesome. You guys heard that a couple episodes ago, but I still recommend it. Let's play a game. Last week's movie club pick was I See You, which came out in 2019, and it's now on Netflix, and it was such a wild ride. It was wilder than I remembered it, actually. And I... I enjoyed it, though it was dark. Yeah. I did remember that it was dark, but I enjoyed it. What did you think, Nick? 
I wrote down what I thought. I <laughs> thought it was an underrated, brilliant horror film with amazing twists. So put that in quotes and as a review. That is what I think. <laughs> I thought it was crazy. It's crazy. Such a ride. <laughs> I know. And I love the uh, imagery. Okay, so if you are part of movie club, if you want to watch this movie and you haven't had time or something, you can skip ahead a few minutes. Just I'm giving you a heads up for spoilers. But I love the imagery of this movie because in the beginning... The boy gets snatched off the bike, mm-hmm. like into the air. Yeah, so which you is think- such a cool, like the it, the image is cool and the music and everything. The music the whole time it's just instrumental. Right. It's like oh god, it makes you uncomfortable. But then originally, when it happened, when you see snatched up in the air, like as a visual, he's just riding a bike. It seemingly hits nothing and then just gets taken into the air. Yeah. So you think, I thought it was going to be like a UFO movie. Yes. You think it's going to be a UFO movie. You think it's going to be or like so, paranormal. Yeah. yeah. You think there's going to be like ghosts or something. As, as it progresses and all these things are happening in these people's house, like all of a sudden this couple's living there in this house and um, their TV starts turning on and off. Um, objects start moving around. Like kind of ghosty stuff mm-hmm. where you're like... Uh, okay, is this like a ghost movie? Like, are they being haunted? Right. And kind of there's this whole vibe again with the music mm-hmm. and the characters where, like, everybody's kind of, like, spaced out and, like, angry and, yeah. like, it's and they're uncomfortable and you're uncomfortable and the acting's really good. And so you're like, oh, I guess this is, like, a ghost movie? Right. You're like, I guess that's where this is going? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, you have this whole subplot where the wife has cheated on her husband. Exactly. And so the husband is sleeping on the couch. The husband is a head detective. Correct. And he's a police officer and um, a stand-up guy, it seems. Uh-huh. And... Uh, they are not in a good place in their marriage because she cheated on So, him. right, a lot of turmoil in their relationship. And then, as well, in the town, he's, like, being super worked on this heavy case is, yes. plural, of missing children. Yes, in that boy that got snatched in, in the beginning. In the beginning, exactly. That flew off the bike. So everyone is just, like, stressed to the max. Yes. So you, there's all these weird things happening in the house. All this stress is happening in these people's lives. Yeah, it's a mess. It's in. Oh, and they have a son who's also like angry at the mom for he's, cheating, and like he's stressed. Super like, all teenage stressed. boy. We're all stressed. Like I'm stressed <laughs> even talking about it because I know what happens. This is a big spoiler. Heads up. But then, about halfway through the movie, you find out you get this whole other perspective of these other people, other camera, other angle. You go back in time. And you find out that there are actually people living within these this people's this family's house. Yes. So there are these two teenagers who have broken into the house and they're living like in places in the house where the people can't see them. Like let's um, in the movie, it's like the attic, a crawl space, like and a like the guest room guest and stuff. Room, yeah. yeah. Um, so when the people are gone, they come out of these hidden places mm-hmm. and kind of wander the house. Uh, Froggers, that's what they're called. With a pH. With a pH. The people in real life do this, and I'll get to that in the scary story this week. But um, they will hide in just like untouched parts of your house. Some of them hide in walls. That's mm-hmm. been known to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Attics, yeah, yeah, basements. Like gaps in your structure, in your yeah. the structure of your house. So these kids in the movie are hiding within the house and they're getting all this like inside information of this whole 
family, which is weird. Yeah. And the girl who's a pro frogger is just like she just does it to like live free somewhere. Right. So exactly. she doesn't like want to mess with the family. But the boy who's with her is the one who's turning on and off the TV. Like and- intentionally messing with her and he really wanted to come on this specific house that she was going to. Yeah, she's she he had never done it before. Yeah. And so, like, been a frogger. Right. So she's like, you got to be low-key. And, mm-hmm. and he isn't. He starts, and he's really creepy. You're like, this guy's, like, kind of, like, really effed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, like, doing really creepy things. Like, cutting up their family's photos. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like taking little... photos out of frames. Yep, yep. A bunch of other stuff, too, you can see in the movie. Yeah. Um, creepy stuff. Creepy stuff. Weird guy. Weird guy. So, anyway, then you find out that they're froggers. And there are froggers living in the house, and that was the part, like, the ghost part of the house. Mm-hmm. But then you're still like, why did this boy get snatched into the air? What is happening? And that ended up being more of a visual representation than, like, anything yeah, true to the movie. Yeah. yeah, like, it wasn't, like, a real thing, a literal thing. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. But then you find out that the husband, who's the stand-up cop guy, mm. is actually... The one kidnapping all the kids. Mm. The cop who's investigating everything. And twist, twist, twist. (laughs) The guy who's messing with him, who's a frogger, was like one of his first. Like early victims. Or early victims. Yes. Like one of his early abductees. (sighs) And you find that at the very last few seconds of the movie. Crazy. And it's like, whoa. Mind blown. Yes. It's just not a movie that comes along often. Like, no. when you're watching it, you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. It's a ghost, like, moving. You yeah, shut yeah. It, they're shutting it off the TV. Mm-hmm. Like, been done. Like, got it. This is so original. It's so original. So original. The twists, like, I, I, I don't know how they came up with those. I know. I don't even know. I don't know who wrote this movie, but it's like, it's, I'm always impressed by people's minds. Like, yes. how did you not only come up with these twists, but make it, like, good? Because... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way it plays out is, like, as you're watching it, you're like, wait, what? What? Which is great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're not like, oh, yeah, they're froggers and that guy. Like, you know, every little subtle hint and, like, the pocket knife at the end. Everything is, like, symbolic and smart. Ties together, yep. Yeah. Exactly. No, I was just, I was really impressed with it. And I remember we watched this when it first came out in 2019. And... Uh, I had just I liked that at the time I remember, but yeah. had mostly forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, and watched it again. I was like, oh my gosh! I know. This is this was crazy. Yes, and I will say, watching it again because yeah. I remembered it very vividly. Certain parts. Mm-hmm. Watching it again, if you watch it again, you see how they're showing you everything from the Frogger's perspective, yes. and you also see how creepy the husband is the mm-hmm. whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you like see it through that lens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This go around was like, oh, oh, oh yes. you know? It's, yeah, epic movie. Epic movie. But all that to say, we had this kind of epiphany while we were watching it. They just kept on getting messed with. Things developed. More pictures were taken. More items were misplaced. More things happened, yada, yada. Yeah. And we were thinking, uh, kind of like with the last movie, as a solution, you know, hey, what's going on? Um... Why didn't these people just get like a camera? A, a camera? Why didn't they just put up like a like a twenty dollar Amazon camera, throw it in the living room in the corner? I know. See what's happening while you're away. I know. 
Well, if any of you watched The Watcher on Netflix too, this wouldn't necessarily have solved that case, but it definitely would have helped. Right. It's like, why aren't you putting cameras everywhere? Exactly. Yeah. Put a yeah. Put a camera for The Watcher at your mailbox. At your mailbox. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? But that person's somewhere around. Like, right. I don't. They're seeing the details, and The Watcher is on Netflix, and definitely recommend it. It's a true story if you want to watch it. it. It's a great one. But yeah. not even like that's just like you know things are happening. Yeah. You're disturbed by them. Figure it out. In this movie, anyway, the other thing is, like, don't wait till it's too late, guys. (laughs) Use modern technology to your (laughs) advantage and just get a ring camera or something. At least, I know technology can be creepy and everything, but, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. And, like, this particular family in the movie and the Froggers say this so many times, they're like, look at how nice this house is. It's like, yeah. It is nice. Why don't these people have a camera? Right, exactly. It's like, if you have something to protect, protect it, guys. That's our biggest, that's my biggest tip and takeaway from this movie. Buy a ring camera, buy a, I don't care what you buy. Get eyes. A picture is worth a thousand words, right? They always say that or whatever. Video is undeniable. Get something to protect whatever it is that you got. We all got for our for our goats we have cameras. Yeah. You know, just I know. It's like why would this this family would have a camera on their you house? Would, yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. And on the inside, whatever. And it's just it was just like driving me up a wall as things progressively got worse and they're like getting weirded out. They're like starting to point the finger, oh maybe the sun's being weird oh, or I the know. husband or it's whatever. Like, put a camera somewhere. Put a camera somewhere. Put figure a nanny cam somewhere. Put an old teddy bear. Put it in the it's corner. So weird. Figure out what's going on. I know. And if you're not trying to protect anything, mm -hmm. you know, at the very least, if cameras weird you out and we're advocating that you protect your stuff for cameras, you might also catch a ghost. hey So, hey, it has two purposes. Look at that. Look at the guy we just talked about at Loch Ness. He has a a webcam on it. And look at it. He got footage of... Nessie. Now he's making headlines across the world. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, that also brings me to um, just another anecdote and aside that I am going to share with you guys. And hopefully we can find this video somewhere. But my dad got, do you remember when he got the circle floating in his yard? Oh, yeah. So my parents have um, a security system of cameras. And my dad actually, okay, and it wasn't like one of those orbs where you like see (laughs) dust or something. Okay, yeah, it was a fly. It was dust. This, and Nick can attest, is like the weirdest video we've ever seen. It's like straight up a a sphere, like a circle. Like a solid. And you can see like how far it is from the camera based on things in the yard and Mm -hmm, everything. mm And it just hovers around his yard. That was like crazy weird. It's like crazy weird for like 10 minutes. And I'm going to try to find this video and post it on our Instagram. I'll keep you guys updated on that. But anyway, get yourself a camera. Get a camera. Oh my goodness. So that was a great movie. This week's movie club pick is Underwater. It came out in 2020. It's on Hulu and it's a really cool movie so it's underwater 2020 is the year and i do know that it's available on hulu i think you can rent it other places i'm sure um so be sure to watch that movie before next week's episode at sunday at sunday (laughs) on sunday at 5 p.m eastern standard thank you all so much for listening to this show we can't tell you how much we appreciate you If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Also, you can follow us on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. And you can always follow my art on Instagram at cult.class. Thanks for listening. got to his green lake home he noticed some lights on i don't immediately freak out but i'm like this is not ordinary he didn't think too much of it until a strange noise startled him i am kind of jolted out of bed i hear rummaging around up above me which i know is the attic and so i'm like that's kind of weird davis noticed the light was on in this office so he knocked on the door but no response he knocked again then heard a woman's voice jimmy is that you jimmy and I'm like, no, it's not Jimmy. Uh, who is this and why are you in my house? Davis immediately called 911. Then a woman, a complete stranger, opened the door and was face to face with him. And I'm like, who the heck are you? What are, wh- why are you in my house? And she keeps kind of going, this is my house. I live here. I've been here for three days. Jimmy said I could live here. Jimmy said I could, Jimmy said I could stay here. Davis tried to keep the woman inside the house until police arrived, but she got away. He's puzzled as to how the woman even got in. Nothing appeared stolen, just a few things out of place. His fire escape ladder was hanging from the deck, and a screen from the bathroom window was in the tub. It's just weird, you know. Davis says the woman living in the attic had dark hair and wore gym pants with a black jacket and white hood. She also had a white knit cap and carried a backpack. Meanwhile, the family is now changing the locks and taking extra precautions. For Davis, it's hard to believe someone was staying here without anyone noticing. To come into a house like this in this neighborhood that's clearly being lived in, that's bold. This week's scary stories are about real-life froggers. The first story I got from allthatsinteresting.com, and it is about probably the most infamous frogger in history. His name was Daniel LaPlante. LaPlante became a neighborhood thief by 15. He broke into homes during the evening, stole occupants' valuables, and then he graduated to mind games. LaPlante began leaving things behind and moving things around in his neighbors' houses to scare them. In 1986, his mind games turned to pure terror when he became obsessed with 15-year-old Tina Bowen. Over the course of several weeks in late fall 1986, Daniel LaPlante gained entry to the Bowen home at 93 Lawrence Street. From a small crawl space no wider than six inches, he initiated psychological torment on the family. After watching Tina and her sister try to contact their recently deceased mother on a Ouija board, LaPlante began impersonating a ghost. TV channels were changed, items were rearranged, milk mysteriously consumed, He even emptied bottles of alcohol without drinking them and scrawled disturbing messages like marry me and I'm in your room, come and find me on the walls in mayonnaise and ketchup. A knife was found pinning a family photograph to the wall. Though Frank Bowen believed his daughters were messing with each other, he soon learned the truth was far worse. On December 8th, 1986, the girls returned home to find someone had used their toilet. After a search by Frank, LaPlante was discovered in a wardrobe. 
face painted wearing a Native American style jacket and a ninja mask and brandishing a hatchet. LaPlante hustled them into a bedroom before disappearing somewhere in the house. Tina Bowen escaped through a window and contacted police who found LaPlante two days later in the cellar of the house. Hiding in a triangular space in a corner bounded on two sides by the concrete foundation and an inner wall, LaPlante had clearly been living there for weeks. Following his arrest at the Bowen home, LaPlante was held in a juvenile facility until October 1987, when his mother remortgaged her house, ensuring his $10,000 bail. Two months later, he committed his worst crime yet. While awaiting trial, LaPlante moved home and continued his daytime burglary spree. On October 14, 1987, he stole two 22 caliber firearms from a neighboring house. On November 16, 1987, LaPlante burglarized the home of the Gustafson family, which included pregnant nursery school teacher Priscilla Gustafson, her husband Andrew, and their two children. But this wouldn't be the last time LaPlante broke into their home. On December 1st, 1987, LaPlante walked through the woods separating his house from the Gustafsons armed with a 22 firearm. He later claimed he didn't expect Priscilla and her child to come home. What happened next was every family's worst nightmare. And I actually didn't include all the details because I felt like this was very graphic, but ultimately um, he ends up murdering the mom and the child and LaPlante uh, simply returned home and attended his niece's birthday party after he did that. So, very disturbing. Um, he ended up getting three life sentences and he is definitely the most infamous and well-known Frogger in existence. I have another Frogger story and this one comes from the New York Post. This story definitely rivals the previous story. Okay, I'm going to read this story. It was the bike sitting outside that tipped off Brittany and James Campbell that something was amiss. The couple and their two young sons had been away from their Honolulu home for about a week. They returned home on September 20th, 2019 to find something terrible. James went to open his home's front door, but found he couldn't. A stranger was inside pulling it closed. There's a man peeking through the door. He's trying to hold it shut. And the man says, this is not your house. Very calmly. James, 36, who is in the U.S. Navy, recalls. James grabbed a sledgehammer for protection and managed to get the man out of the house while Brittany called 911. Once the intruder was in the front yard, James says, we noticed he's wearing my clothes. Things are getting crazier by the moment. The police arrived and arrested the man, a 23-year-old named Ezekiel Zayas. The inside of their home was in utter chaos. Pots and pans were piled on top of each other. In the living room, James's musical equipment had all been taken out. Their bedroom was in complete disarray. It was just trashed, Brittany, 37, a stay-at-home mom, recalled. Someone had used one of their old laptops to record disturbing diary entries and details about the family. Brittany noticed knives that had been laid out next to the computer, and she found a typed manifesto about gruesome plans for the Campbells, including surgeries. Suddenly, the family remembered strange occurrences in the home in recent months, a computer's webcam turning on in the middle of the night, doors that were left open or unlocked, 
the dog barking, such is often the case with frogging victims. It turns out that this guy had been living in their house for much longer than they originally had thought, and he didn't break in. He was already there before they went on their trip. Those are this week's scary stories. The lesson here is get a camera, lock your doors, don't leave your garage open, and always be diligent. Pay attention. It might not be ghosts, it might be a frogger. Be sure to watch this week's movie club pick before our next episode. Thank you guys so much for chilling with us, and we'll see you next Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.